tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Keep playing. Keep working. Keep going. And keep moving with the exceptional orthopedic care at Baptist Health. With an experienced team and a full line of advanced services and procedures, it's no wonder most people choose Baptist to help them keep on keeping on. Visit baptisthealth.com ortho to find a Baptist Health provider. You're listening to Rabo and Co. here on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Louis Rabot. All right, I am Louis Rabot. Welcome back in here, Rabot and Co. Got you for another hour here on ESPN 680, 105.7. Bobby V after us, and of course, roundtable, 3 o'clock. Here we'll take you till 6 o'clock, local 7 to 6 every weekday here on ESPN Louisville. Um, look, hanging out with Zach Cantrell, your mom's favorite uh, radio producer. Uh, let's get into bologna or salami. Get out your mustard, kids. It's time for bologna or salami. There we go. It's the best time of the week, isn't it? <laughs> sure. We'll sure. go with that. <laughs> Zach's like, I get to talk the most here. Yes, let's I go. Do. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. This will go. This will look good it. on a resume tape in a few years. <laughs> What's that music in the background? Oh, it's Bologna or Slummy. Okay, so where did this come from? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's go ahead and get into it. So I actually wrote this up yesterday. Um, Bologna or Salami, Louisville will double their win total from last year. Basically, I'm asking you, will they win eight games or more this year? Bologna or Salami, they will. What are they right now, five and seven? Five and seven. I- I'm going Bologna. I don't think they win three games. You think they do? Uh, no. Oh, Bologna. No. I don't think they win three games. No I, way. I don't see it either. I, I don't see it on their schedule. Uh, we were talking about this last night on the podcast. I um, the-, the problem for them is... What is it about? I mean, the idea that the <laughs> the game that is the outlier for them is Pepperdine. Yeah. Uh, what? I mean, we're, they're going to win in Virginia. They're going to beat Pitt. They don't beat Virginia. They're going to win brilliant. at Miami. They're going to beat NC State. They got to go to North Carolina. Wake Forest has got all their dudes back and are five and zero since they got all their dudes back. Uh, they get Duke and Virginia at home after that. Then they got to go to Clemson. They get Florida State at home. I mean, I think their next winnable game is Notre Dame at home on February 21st. What horrible luck for those two teams that they only play each other once. That game is going to set basketball back 50 years because those are the two worst teams in the ACC. I will say this. Micah Shrewsbury did take accountability. He did the thing that Kenny Payne does not do. For sure. We talked about that last week, actually, believe it or not. And I, So, look, I also expect Notre Dame to be a better basketball team on February 21st. I don't anticipate that Louisville will be by that that. time. So, uh, I'm going to... Three wins? Yeah. I don't see three wins on the schedule. I'll go below. I agree with you. I don't see three wins. If they don't beat Notre Dame, I'm not, I'm not entirely unconvinced that they won't go winless in the ACC. Like I, it's hard for me to find wins because I think they win two more games just because eventually someone will hit shots. Yeah, but I that's it, that. man. That's yeah. it. That's all I got. Maybe BC at home or like yeah. But even BC's not terrible. BC's I mean, fine. Yeah, they're they're fine. good. That's, I mean, yeah, fine, they're not good. I think so. Right. so. <laughs> <laughs> they're fine. Yeah, I. I I'll go baloney, man. I, I'm with you. I'm yeah. going baloney because I'm, the non-conference was supposed to be when they racked up wins and they didn't do it. By the Pepperdine's way, the outlier, as you said. Get in prices for the for the upcoming home games at the Yum Center: five bucks, six bucks, um, thirteen bucks, three dollars, three dollars, nine dollars, uh, nine dollars, eight dollars. Like Patrick Starr always said, I have three dollars. Think, get in. think about the fact that people are listing their tickets for the last game of the year already for less than 10 bucks. 
That is insane. Think like that it. that's one of those things like if you buy one, you get one free, like you go to the store and that's, get a pop or something. That is I, I'm telling you, man, that right there is everything you need to know about how the fans feel about it. That's this. it. They do have expectations. I'll give the fan that. There you go. There we go. There you go. So we talked about the Louisville game, of course, tonight against USC. So here's an interesting way to look at this. The upside of winning tonight is greater than the downside of losing. Bologna or salami? I, I think that's absolutely salami for what we just talked about in the last segment, which is it's not a springboard for next year. They've already done that. It's an incredible thing, frankly, that they've already done that. Yes. What they've done in the transfer portal is worth remarking. Making it remarkable. 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 <laughs> yeah, there we go. I. The thing about it that can happen tonight again is that polling that for next season being preseason top 15 whatever man that bleep matters it just does in college football michigan state was preseason top five in basketball this year they're out of the poll it doesn't matter in basketball in football it matters if you want to climb and get into that 12 team playoff frankly because of the automatic qualifiers you're gonna have to probably be in the top 10 that's right right you're gonna have to be eight nine ten something like that uh Mm -hmm. to get into that kind of spot so I, I think it's I think the upside's way bigger. I agree. And so uh, <laughs> we're agreeing too much. That's the problem here. I completely so agree. Because on. as you said, like people will look at this season as kind of the springboard. People look at 2016 as the Heisman season more than the fact that they lost three straight. So even if they lose three straight, I still think people are going to look at this as the springboard. Jeff Brom winning ten games, going to the ACC championship, doing what he's doing in the portal. I think this is a very healthy program long term, whether they win tonight or not. But if they win this game, that's beating USC in a bowl game. That's winning eleven games, yep. which nobody does in their first year at Louisville, no. and the fact is that it's going to help you in the preseason rankings for next season. Yeah, I think there is way more upside in winning this game than there is downside in losing it, so I'm going to agree with you and go salami, unfortunately. <laughs> so that means it's not going to happen, because you know when everybody agrees on something, it doesn't happen that way. <laughs> Alright, so we talked about this earlier. The Ravens went to San Francisco, dominated the 49ers. Brock Purdy threw four interceptions in that game. Baltimore really dominant from start to finish. Made a statement. Bologna or salami? The Ravens and 49ers will meet again. Baloney, um, just because you're giving me everyone else, um, yeah. frankly, and and it's it's more of a numbers game on that answer than anything else. I do think the Ravens are the best team in the AFC. I want to be very clear. Yes. Texter, by the way, did Zach just say pop? Does he know where he is? And I texted back immediately. This is a pop show. This is a pop. Everyone show. We're Midwest to guys. It's pop. This is the Midwest Big Ten show of the station. You got to get used to this crap. All right. So <laughs> it, it is and always will be pop. <laughs> it's a pop show. For get sure. on board. Uh, Texter, I'm a soft drink guy myself. That's funny. Um, so, all right. I, I'm trying to process this because the 49ers, and that's why I asked Gandalfo about it, is it, he's a 49ers fan, right. uh, just to have fun. Is I think it was more than just oh the the Ravens did some good things. No, I think they exposed what you can do against Brock Purdy. I think there's now game tape about what to do against a guy like Brock Purdy, and that's mm-hmm. a problem for the 49ers. Yeah, the AFC has enough teams. Like, do you would would anyone really be stunned? And I'm using the word stunned on purpose. Mm-hmm. If the Bills go to Baltimore and beat the the Ravens. No, that's the team I was going to bring up. Uh, I, like that, for example, right? Or that the Dolphins just go on a scoring spree or something and make a huge run. Mm-hmm. No, the answer is not stunned. No. So I'll go I'll go baloney more by a numbers game than anything. We're agreeing else. again. Baloney. Okay. Well, that's all right. See, no, see, there's still good questions. It's and, fine. And here's the thing. I actually think there's a more likely chance that San Francisco goes back to the Super Bowl than the Ravens. Because I think the 49ers, they're the most physical team in the NFC. They've already housed the Cowboys and the Eagles. Neither of those games was competitive. I'm not all the way bought in on the Lions yet. Right. I think there's a much better chance that the 49ers go through the NFC because I don't think anybody in the NFC can match their physicality. Maybe Three not. of their losses this year have come against the AFC North. So they're not going to play any of those teams unless they meet in the Super Bowl. When I look at Baltimore, Buffalo scares me because the Bills are just on a roll right now. Josh Allen's playing as well as any quarterback in football. The Dolphins, they finally won a game against a good team, so I kind of believe in them a little bit more, and they're playing this week in Baltimore. Uh, the Browns, Joe Flacco doing what he's doing right now. Of course, you got the division familiarity. Would it be that big of a surprise if the Browns went to Baltimore and won? I don't think it would be. I think- here's, here's the game I'm watching this week, and part of it is selfish, I will not lie. But the other part is trying to figure out the NFC. The Lions go to Dallas. Yes, that's a really fascinating game. Dude, if the Lions win that game, yes. I, that that, that answers, opens, it answers a massive question because yeah. they're going to get the two seed then. Yes. At worst. They could be the one. Boom. That's yeah. the thing. That's the Lions thing. go win the game at Dallas, and they keep that momentum going, get that. I, I'm just saying they're a weird team. They really are. 
but there's there's enough there that they can make a run. And here's the thing: Dallas has been dominant at home. They're seven and zero. They've only played at. one close game. Yep. If the Lions go there and win, they would have won in Arrowhead. They would have won at Dallas. Yep. It's hard not to take the Lions yes. seriously it, as yes. far as having a chance to go to San Fran and maybe win in that game. So, yeah, that's a great point. That Saturday game is going to tell me a lot oh, about the Lions. So, well, and about the NFC. Yeah. I mean, just really, because if the Cowboys can win and keep that home field yeah. and force teams to go there in the playoffs, they're going to be a better team than if they have yeah. to travel. That's just... They that's can't just, win on the road. That's the other thing. That's yeah. an undisputed fact. And so, no, interesting. That game will tell us a lot about the NFC. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. So, Florida Atlantic, if you saw this game, the Arizona double overtime game, one of the best Fantastic. games, if not the best game of the college basketball oh, season yes. so far. We've seen what FAU's done. They're in the top 10 now, of course, coming off going to the Final Four a year ago. Let's get that music back. There we go. So Dusty May, of course, yeah. now everybody from Louisville is going to be paying attention to him maybe as the next head coach. But Bologna or Salami, Florida Atlantic is a legit threat to go back to the Final Four. No question, Salami. It's very hard to do. I would pick against them actually doing it. But threat is the word you used. Salami, no question. And if you watch this team, the reason they're great, ironically, is because Karan Davis's cousin's on it. That's his right. name is John L. Davis. <laughs> and we did an episode of uh, 40 Minutes of Pot. It'll drop today, uh, last night. And Jay Davis, who I do the show with, you'll hear from tomorrow in the 11 o'clock hour, talked about guards that can take you deep in the tournament. Yeah. John L. Davis, one of those guys. And that, again, we talk about all kinds of things. The reason Kentucky's a legitimate threat to make a run in the tournament this year isn't because of their defense or anything else. It's because they got four guards. That's right. They have four freaking college-level guards that are good. And if two of them aren't playing well, swap them out. Yep. And the next guy comes in, next man up, and they're ready to go. That's why Kentucky's dangerous. Florida Atlantic, same thing. John L. Davis, really solid player, averaging over 16, seven rebounds, and coming up uh, with uh, over two and a half, uh, right, right around two and a half assists. He's just an absolute college Mania. Can you imagine, by the way, growing up in Gary, Indiana, getting to go to college in Boca Raton? I know, seriously. <laughs> Can you imagine going, you growing up about anywhere that, and getting to go to college in Boca Raton? I, Let's I, be real. Man, yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, 16 and a half, 7, 2 and a half. He's shooting 50% from the field. John L. Davis is legit. Uh, Florida Atlantic is legit as well. They've got the two, the three things I think that you need to make a run. They've got a hell of a coach. Dusty May is fantastic. What he's done with that program is remarkable. They've got the experience because they went to the Final Four last year, so they've been in big games and now playing Arizona in non-conference and they played a couple other big games in non conference that'll help you out and guard play those are three things you need to make a deep run in the ncaa tournament and this team was a nine seed last year they should have never been a nine seed based on their record but now that they have the win against arizona i think they're going to be higher seeded than they were a year ago i don't know if they're going to go back to the final four but would it stun you if they did no i think this is a legitimately good team they basically brought everybody back from last year and so yeah i absolutely think florida atlantic can go back to the final four i don't know if they will but I think they got a real shot to do it. Remember, they were a shot away from going to the national title game last year. No too. question. Yep. No, and they got they they have everything you want on a college basketball team to make a run. I mentioned John L. Davis on that. They got size. They got dudes. I mean, like they, no, they, they're a legit threat. That, that's Florida. a really good team. Yes, they are very. If good. they were Florida or Florida State, people wouldn't have as many questions. But people look at Florida Atlantic and they say, "Oh, really? Like was that just a Cinderella run?" No, this is a legitimately good program. That wasn't a Cinderella team last year. Shout out to Arizona too, by the way. Their schedule has been awesome. Oh, yeah. Awesome. They, they played Wisconsin. They played Purdue. College basketball is back, man. Yeah, we we lost out on a, on a couple good years, but college basketball is back. This is easily the best regular season that we've had in a long, the early long part time. of the season for sure. Keep yes, it. no doubt about it. We got, <laughs> of course, we always go right up against the music here. Let's get it. <laughs> there we go. So let's go back to the NFL. Okay. And this is one that might be a little personal to you. The most intriguing possible wild card game, which it would be right now. Matthew Stafford yeah. going to Detroit. The yeah. Rams and the Lions. Wouldn't that be something? Bologna or Salami? Stafford versus the Lions. Most intriguing possible wild card game. For this season, right? Yeah. Um, that's a great question. Um, I, here's here's why it could be below. Okay. Because Stafford got a ring. Yeah. And so the, the move, however controversial or whatever, that part is gone. The move was good for him. He won a title. Right? He showed that he's an, a, a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. They, they don't win it if he's not on the team. Let's put it that way. Right? No. That's right. Oh, I'm looking at some of the other matches. But it was a good move for the Lions too. It's a rare win-win. No question. Uh you know what? I'll go I'll go I'll go Salami. I think it, it could be I, I want to say a couple of things. While there was criticism of what Stafford accomplished in Detroit, he and his wife, so his wife's uh a nurse by training, they That's met right. in Georgia. Yeah. And she got really sick actually. She got a brain tumor while they were up there. Yep. But they she did 
unbelievable amounts of charity work in Detroit. His name, his legacy in Detroit is cemented forever. They were unbelievable in the community. They did a bunch of great stuff. I can only assume they've continued that in Los Angeles. So when, if Stafford were to come back, he would get cheered? No question. Massive cheers. Okay. I, I, not a, That's what I thought. The detractors in the fan base are so few. They're yeah. just absolutely so few. Because they watched that guy get his ass beat for years. Yeah. And, I mean, just He made them relevant in the 100%. 2010s. Yes. Like, they, he kind of set the foundation for what they are now. I agree with that. And so, yes, I'll, you know, I'll go salami on that one. And not selfishly. I just think mm-hmm. it is one of the more intriguing things. But only the only reason it could be baloney is because it wouldn't be controversial. People love Matthew Stafford. I'm going baloney. Okay. Right now, Buffalo at Kansas City. You talk about an intriguing wild card game. <laughs> Kansas City, with they're kind of falling apart right now. People are talking about Taylor Swift being Yoko Ono for the Chiefs. You know, Patrick Mahomes is getting the heck beat out of him. His offensive line has been bad. Yeah, the receivers have been bad. Cool. And Buffalo went to Kansas City and won, of course, because Kadarius Tony lined up offsides. Buffalo and Kansas City, that's kind of the hurdle for the Bills that they have never been able to overcome in the playoffs. And I think right now, if they played, Buffalo would actually be a road favorite. And so I think that would probably be the most intriguing possible game. I actually think the Bills are going to win the AFC East because I think they're going to win out. I think they're going to beat the Dolphins. But if it ends up being Bills Chiefs in the wild card round, boy, you talk about Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes, and one of them's going to go home after the first round, that would be something. And Burrow would be out because he's injured. I mean, yeah. like, I mean, the those three guys out. not involved in the last uh, three no. weeks of the season. Yeah, pretty That's remarkable. just, yeah, yeah. crazy. Is there Browns fever up in uh, Cleveland? Yeah, there is now. Or up in Columbus, I should say. Hey, yeah, there is now. Yeah, because the Browns are, you know, they're ten and five. People are all in on Joe Flacco. It's kind of interesting how they paid Deshaun Watson two hundred thirty million dollars, and yet the best quarterback they've had this year is thirty eight year old Joe Flacco. Who, you know, won a Super Bowl for the Ravens. He could win a Super Bowl for the original Browns and the the new Browns. <laughs> how about player. that? There you go. I don't Why think that's not? ever happened before. <laughs> Almost certainly not. Um. By the way, it's enough Aaron Rodgers already, right? Yeah. Like, it's enough, right? Yeah. Like, we well, get we're it. done with um, it, They're done. Yeah. The Jets are done. Yeah. It's the most Jets thing also, Do too. I need they're to know that, that Aaron Rodgers is happy for Joe Flacco's success? Like, I don't need to know that, it's, right? You no, know, it's like, you know, when SportsCenter <laughs> used to do, like, every five minutes a LeBron post yeah. about, like, you know, look at LeBron's reaction to a college player hitting a game-winning shot. Like, that was the bigger story than the guy hitting the game-winning shot. Do you agree uh, with ESPN's rankings of the teams in the NFL? Would you have Baltimore number one right now? I would. Oh, no question. Okay. No question. They have the 49ers still at number two. Would you have them number two? Yes, I think I would. Okay. Dolphins three, Lions four, Eagles five. Who? Cowboys six. Okay. Bills seven. Okay. Chiefs eight. Browns nine. Tampa Bay Buccaneers ten, Ooh. man. I'd have the Browns I, over Someone the texted in earlier, man. About about the um, uh, about Baker Mayfield, yeah, that is a fan fascinating conundrum for them. That is a great. What do story. you freaking do with that guy? Now he's come out. He's been pretty transparent about not doing any work in Cleveland, uh, never reading you know the the playbook, that kind of stuff. Like, do you trust that that version's going to stick around, or do you have the Arizona conundrum where you sign a guy, it leaks that there's a <laughs> a video game. You know, clause in his contract with Kyler yeah. Murray. Do you have that situation in Tampa? Because they are a good team with him. I'm signing, re-signing Baker. He's I been fantastic right. this I year. Right. He actually has better stats than Lamar, and everybody's talking about Lamar is going to win the MVP. Baker, the last month of the season, has been maybe the best quarterback in the NFL, and that, that's not an exaggeration. All right. Uh, I would rank the Browns over the Chiefs, by uh, the way. Text. <laughs> Browns over the Chiefs? Yes. Right, right now, now, yeah. Right yeah, now, right yeah. now I, I don't think it's right really now, yeah. even all that close. No, I, I I don't think that's a hot take at all. I think the Bills being seventh is... Oh, well, that seems low. It's right, though. Yeah. It's right, though. It's okay. I mean, it's... it. Look, they're going to have their opportunities because yes, they're going to be in the playoffs and they're going to be a team you do not want to see uh, coming to your building. Uh, second hour of our show presented by Delta Dental of Kentucky. Delta Dental. KY.com. Our UPS job sex line is 437-9680. Stafford was with the Lions so long it took such a beating. I thought he was like 38 years old when he went to the Rams. You are not wrong, Texter. Uh, a Texter brings up the, the tiers of NCAA men's basketball teams in the athletic today. Our guy, Zach, talked about that uh, off air. That's what we're going to do next. Stay with us here. Roboco, ESPN 680, 105.7. Looking for a rewarding career? One that empowers you to serve your community, change lives, and reach your fullest potential? Become a correctional officer for the Kentucky Department of Corrections and earn up to $28.30 an hour with great benefits. 
help create a better, safer Kentucky. Apply today for a correctional officer position in your community at careers.ky.gov. That's careers.ky.gov. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Looking for extra cash this holiday season? You can make competitive pay as a day shift warehouse worker at UPS Worldport right here in Louisville. Learn more and apply today at upsjobsky.com. That's upsjobsky.com. Here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rabot. Ah, happy show with grungy music. That's Rabot and Co. here, ESPN 680-1057. Second hour of our show, of course, presented by Delta Dental of Kentucky, deltadentalky.com. If you're a dentist and you're listening, check out the Dentist Tools tab, top of the homepage, and expand your practice with our friends at Delta Dental. Uh, we are your flagship station across the hall on 93.9 for the cards. You can hear the Kenny Payne show tomorrow, 7 o'clock on 93.9, right after Cardinal Insider tomorrow on 93.9. Uh, the Bill with our guy, Paul Rogers, hosting that one, of course. Ravens back in action Sunday. Big Another big game, hosting the Dolphins, 1 o'clock, pregame 1230, over on 93.9, presented by our friends at Liquor Barn, where Kentuckians go to celebrate life. How so, that's not a Sunday night game just baffles me. That is the game that could decide the one seed in the AFC. Yeah, yeah. And instead they pick Packers-Vikings, which I don't know if either of those teams can even make the playoffs. Yeah. I guess they're just, uh, they just figured out people aren't going to watch on New Year's Eve night. I don't know. And you're messing with bowl games, then do you want to mess with the Rose Bowl? And, yeah. Or I but, guess that's the next day. What am I saying? Yeah, that's the next um, day, so it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, good point. But I don't Yeah, that should be the Sunday night game. All right, well. But we right. get it at 1 o'clock, so make sure you listen here all right so we're gonna go through this article now because it got brought up on the text line it was i i, I these aren't the debates that give me joy as as doing this job but i get it, it the, the, these things do matter and it's dana o'neill it's it's several people from the staff there um doing this and this is essentially their entire college basketball staff uh, quote, to clarify, we are fools but not foolish. We did not tier every Division One school. Instead, we th- established thoughtful and firm criteria over a few beers <laughs> at a Chicago bar after the Champions Classic. It's a true story, but hey, it worked. So here are the top 80 teams. All six Power uh, power Six teams, any teams outside, they ranked in the top any of the Ken, uh, 80 of the Ken Palm since 97. And any team that's won a title since 1980, we call this the UNLV rule. I like that, by the way. And tier one, the blue bloods. And this is a debate, and I know the text line is going to fire. Hey, there's a difference between blue blood and new blood. Okay. Duke, and this is alphabetical order, by the way. I want to be very clear. Duke, Kansas, Kentucky, North Carolina, UCLA, and another school. By the way, all these schools wear blue. (laughs) UConn. And I think that's a totally appropriate inclusion when you win five titles in six trips to the final four you are absolutely a blue blood you win a title every five years uh, that that uh, says it all three different coaches three yeah three different coaches. that is that is when you have a program and we had Kamani young on the podcast a couple weeks ago and i even asked him how how the hell do you guys get this going in stores yeah. and he said it is it requires a very specific kind of mindset but Stores offers you an opportunity to just do basketball. Just get away and your life is basketball. And he was very fervent about it. Um, that that there is a an expectation of winning, but also just that because of the nature of stores and what it is, it's a it's almost a basketball hideaway for guys. On this list now, Indiana. Is our Harry and Megan? The Hoosiers have been classified as a blue blood for decades, despite not reaching a Final Four in decades. Going on 22 years to be exact, Indiana is essentially still riding the Bobby Knight gravy train, while everyone else on the list has managed to re- uh, retain relevance. Consider since IU last made its Final Four in 2002, Duke has reached four 
and won two championships. North Carolina has six and three. Kansas six and two. Kentucky four and one. UCLA is the only among the elite not to grab a championship, but 0-2. But the Bruins have been to the Final Four four times in that span. If you want to get down in the weeds, Indiana has reached the elite eight once since 1993. Texter, I love you so, so much. Texter, Beth Haven coach might still be available. <laughs> How many days is that in a row now? <sighs> not enough. There you go. Keep it going. Four three seven nine six eighty UPS jobs text line. Get it on the debate with us. Tier 2A. Because 2B is Gonzaga. That's right. Which is stupid. Gonzaga belongs nowhere near Tier 2. Stop it. No. Stop. Stop with the Gonzaga stuff. Stop. How many titles do they have? Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yeah. Sad trombone. Tier 2A. So Tier 2, because we're pushing Gonzaga out of the way for this conversation. Arizona, Indiana, Louisville, Michigan State, Villanova. Who's the best of that tier? Right. Historically or? Right now. Villanova. It's Villanova. That's right. It's Villanova. They've won two titles in the last No question. They won years. two in three years. Jay Wright did the damn thing there for years. Uh, I, they just won at Creighton. Neptune appears to be a guy that might be able to keep them. Look, they're not going to do Jay Wright stuff. I get it. But. They're always there. They're always there is right. Michigan State's in that group. Louisville in that group. Indiana in that group. Arizona in that group. I want to go to Tier 3 for people just so you understand what the next group of teams is. And when you hear this list, I I really do hope that people understand what can happen with Louisville basketball because I don't think they're far from this group. Arkansas. Mm -hmm. Cincinnati. Georgetown. Illinois. Maryland, Marquette, Memphis, Michigan, Ohio State, Oregon, Purdue, Syracuse, Tennessee, Texas, and Virginia. Not a bad list. Purdue? Yeah, no titles. Hasn't made a Final Four since 1980. 1980, that's right. Ohio State's on this list. Deservedly so. They had some good runs recently. Yeah, the Thad Mata era. And they do have titles. Yeah, they right. 1960. Yep. But imagine Tennessee, Texas. Woof. Tennessee has, I don't think they've ever been to a Final Four. Uh, I mean, we named our podcast 40 Minutes a Pod for Arkansas. For Nolan Richardson. <laughs> for Nolan Richardson. <laughs> they have a title, 94. They do. I still remember that. I was young. I was in middle school, maybe late elementary school. And uh, I remember Bill Clinton being there and thinking, wow, the president's at the game. I know. What a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> now they just sit courtside. <laughs> uh, Michigan, Michigan's fascinating because they have a title, Glenn Rice. And Michigan's always and the, and good. The, and, the, and the Fab Five. I, yes. We culturally cannot understate, or excuse me, cannot overstate how important the Fab Five is for what we do now in college basketball. There are people that are not big college basketball fans that could tell you everything about the Fab Five. No question. They transcended the sport. People forget even the simple stuff like – the black tennis shoes during games black socks black socks that kind of stuff where that was just how could they possibly defame college basketball i mean just just the stuff that the basic things they were doing that were playing five freshmen was a big deal big deal back then even playing five black guys black freshmen people rebel freshmen for sure yeah nobody cares now the freshman part for sure sure i um (laughs) <laughs> Here come the text. Texters four three seven nine six eighty. Pardon my language, but this whole uh, basketball situation bleeping stinks. Uh, <laughs> clean that one up. Uh, the whole thing. I understand letting him go now, but uh, not letting him go now. But it feels like we're held hostage. Uh, Texter, did you say U of L is close to Purdue Arkansas list? Did we really just hear you say that? I, I think in the next. Y- yeah, I do actually. I think that's the trajectory right now. No question, is is on that way. Do you think Indiana still belongs in two A? No, I don't. I don't either. They haven't won a title since 87. John Mellencamp was still a big deal the last time. I mean, they're holding on to that stuff so hard in these lists. I mean, and what have they so done far. in the last? Uh, I'm with you. My man. lifetime, Indiana's, Ohio State is a better basketball program in my lifetime than Indiana. Dude, they hired Mike Woodson. I mean, that's the giveaway. They yes. hired Mike Woodson. I mean, it's. it's Indiana in my lifetime. Arizona should not be 2A. They're, they're giving Tommy Lloyd a little bit too much yeah. here. Indiana um, in my lifetime is the fourth best Big Ten program at best. Yeah. Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State are all better. Yeah, I, I get the titles things, for example, with Michigan State, but they've been more relevant. Uh, Villanova's, yeah. 
certainly more relevant. No question. Yeah, I, I do think that. I mean, the textures, you're, you're right to be indignant about it, but it's this is, it's the, I mean, true. it's a reality, unfortunately, for your Louisville basketball. And that's why, by the way, it's way we, that's why we talk about it this way. Because that's the trajectory is being out of that list. I mean, to be to be dropped out of the first tier anyway, yeah, with Indiana is that's how I, the reason I share these things that these are national basketball. These are people that only do this, and that's what they think of it. That's what they think of the trajectory across the street. And and I look, <laughs> it is code red right now, people. This is DefCon one. I mean, this is as serious as it gets. Going four and twenty eight, and then whatever they're going to do this year. It's it is legitimately terrible, man. There's going to be a whole generation of fans that don't pay attention to Louisville basketball because they have not been good in a really long time. Historically, they're better than Connecticut, but Connecticut has five titles. That's right. So, um, uh, Texter, they're already in that list of groups A and B. Don't have three seasons like U of L has had. I I think that's also true. I, yeah, yeah. Texter, UCLA should be tier two A now. I actually agree with that as well. I think that's right. Yeah, you win eleven. That. That carries you for a while. And UCLA I, went to three Final Fours in a row from 06 to 08, and they just went to a Final Four a couple years ago. I, mean, I understand. They, they're relevant. I, I, I get it. I, I get it. I, I actually don't think that's it. Texture, I love the Fab Five so much. I cheered for them against UK. My dad made me go to the basement for the rest of the day. <laughs> I get it, man. The 93 Final That team Fours. that you can't overstate how important those guys were. I, I, and I grew up in Michigan. I, I watched it. It was, it was a huge – I remember my Aunt Mary – because, of course, I have an Aunt Mary. Sure you um, <laughs> Just knowing nothing about sports. I mean, nothing at all. But she, you damn right she knew about the Fab Five, man. I remember that very succinctly, actually. Uh, Texture Indiana beat Duke at Rupp in the Elite Eight in the early 2000s. 2002. Um, that was the only good thing I've witnessed during my lifetime. I just, look, man, I, I think. That was the Sweet 16, actually. In the Elite Eight, they beat Kent State, who had this guy. Oh, named that's right. Antonio Gates. Antonio Gates, that's right. Guy was so good in college. Back when. Everybody just decided, you know what, NFL, let's just draft uh, basketball tight. players, tight ends, Jimmy yeah, Graham, Antonio Gates. <laughs> Worked. Sure did. Worked in a couple spots. Uh-huh. But just the trajectory, and it's worth mentioning because that this is Jane O'Neill, who is a coach apologist. This is, you know, the group at, at, at The Athletic who loves talking blue bloods and old, you know, basketball accomplishments and the banners and this kind of stuff. That matters to this group. And they're sliding Louisville out of that top group. They're sliding Indiana out of the top group. And the reclamation project with Indiana basketball is already underway. They made the tournament. They won game in the tournament, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. That is underway. I don't know how good they're going to be this year. I, I, I think the maintenance of programs now is more difficult than it was previously. Obviously, you can't hold on to guys like you used to. You can't transfer within the conference, that kind of stuff. I'm sorry. I'm very distracted. The woman on TV looks just like my wife. It's terrible. <laughs> it's very distracting. I apologize. All right. Shouldn't have those boots though. You need to get those boots. Uh, Texture. If UCLA could still be tier one, then you can't hold. Uh, then you can't lose blue blood status. IU gets moved back up too. That's where I would go with it. IU gets moved back up. I think Louisville gets moved back up in that in that case. Yeah. Uh, Texture. Has there ever been more of a mismatch than Travis Ford versus Jalen Rose at point oh, guard? Yeah. That was a good one, man. Yeah. Uh, Texter, is this a trajectory list? I mean, UCLA had 11, so we're discussing UCLA uh, by dismissing U, U of L, but dismissing U of L. That sounds like local talk radio, UK trolling of U of L. Next topic material. Uh, okay, uh, okay. If it's a trajectory thing, is what I was talking about. The list itself is a different thing. They aren't. Neither of them are good this year. UCLA is not good. They are not good. Neither Indiana is not the, good. Louisville's terrible. Bakerfield or some or yeah, like Cal State Bakerfield, Bakerfield yeah, or whatever they call good. it. Yeah, it's not good. I thought about Fullerton. That's the one. Whenever I hear Cal State, it's usually Fullerton. <laughs> well, that's because they're good at baseball. Yeah, that's right. right yeah. Uh, Texture. If you love college basketball, I would rather be a Purdue or UVA fan than U of L fan for the next five to ten years. Oof. Oof. I don't know. It's a great question. I I think the U of L thing is reclaimable i think you can do the project and get the right person in here and win i I don't think those people are doing the job right now i might rather be a purdue fan i think they're gonna win one they're just really when you're that good for that long eventually eventually the breaks just have just ask virginia that's virginia that's right boy did they get they got every break in the book in 19 but they deserved it because they were good the purdue fans are hoping you're right by the way because they saw the other side of that (laughs) boy did they ever do those teams 
Robbie Hummel, Etwan Moore, those two, they were so good, man. Oh, man. They were so good, yeah. just never got it. Uh, Gosh, uh, they should have won one. Yeah, they should have. That was a good time of Big Ten basketball. It was a good time. You been to a game of Mackey? No. It's good. It's good I want to go. Yeah, it's a good spot. Um, texture, the Fab Five was so culturally important. Uh, I took my dad's uh, dress socks to play basketball in. I, yes, right? <laughs> I did that. Uh, texture, I have a huge fear that uh, KP is going to get year three. I, I think he's one five-star commitment away from getting year three. Yeah, unfortunately. I really do. Uh, Texture has texted this in numerous times. We will get there about the John Morant gun celebration against the Pelicans. Yeah, we'll get there. Don't worry. Um, I want to get back to this, though. You know, the Texture, is this a trajectory list? I mean, UCLA has 11 titles. I do get it. The blue blood, new blood thing. I would say more to that. I would not have moved Indiana and Louisville out. I would keep them as blue bloods. But I would move UConn onto that list. UConn has to be on the list. I think they deserve to be on the list, and I'm a little tired of the, you know, oh, we won a title in 1940. High five. High five. I really do think, like, Mayo's basketball team this year could beat that 1940 team. I think that. I think that was the first NCAA tournament. No, it was 30, no, it was I think. 39. Yeah. Oregon. Won it. Oregon won it or Minnesota? Oregon won the first okay. basketball title because I remember Oregon beat Ohio State in the first NCAA tournament, and they brought that up because Ohio State beat Oregon in the first ever college football playoff title game. So right. kind of full circle. Yeah. That's what I would say about that. Congrats, I, I w- Oregon. You won the 1939 <sighs> national title. You're yeah. not a blue blood. In the same way, by the way, that I think like Nebraska football is one of the blue bloods of football. Still? Absolutely. Three titles in ninety in, in a decade, yes. yes. So how long? So how big is your blue blood list? If we're for football still, or yeah. for basketball, either. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I I think it could include everyone at some point. It doesn't, but I I don't I don't put boundaries on those things. I, I don't think that's an interesting conversation. I think I would definitely move UConn into the blue blood list. I would not move Indiana and Louisville out of it. I wouldn't do that. Hmm. And I think it's I think schools like Michigan State, Villanova are just on the outside looking in. Yeah. Now, Izzo somehow gets it turned around this season, for example. I'm using the season, for example. Wins another title, we're having a different conversation. Because that's three titles, all of them 20 years apart then. I know it's only two coaches, but mm-hmm. then you're three, you're three in not just decades apart, but multiple decades apart. And all the Final Fours, I mean... It, and you have one of the five most iconic basketball players of all time. Yeah, I think that's part of it, too. I, I think it's part of it, too. Uh, yeah. So... Uh, texture, I'm scared to death. The Arkansas or UCLA, uh, we're going to make a move on that Beth Haven coach before we do. I'd see this guy. This guy. <laughs> like this he guy. gets it. <laughs> he gets it. Muscleman. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, you're going to wait till I just, I can't do the Gonzaga thing. Like, stop it. Stop. They're not, Gonzaga's not a better team right now, right now yep. than Marquette as far as their program. They're not. It's, it's bull crap to do that. They're not better right now than what Virginia has done in the last decade. They're not. No. They're not better than what Tennessee has done right now. And, I, think they are, I think they're better than Tennessee. They are not better than I, – I just – Tennessee's so never been to a Final Four. Gonzaga's Fair been enough. to a few. Fair enough. Fair enough. I just I, – I'm not, I'm not doing – you know, I, is this a trajectory list or is this a blue blood list? I, I think yeah. it's a good question, but the trajectory is not good. But the blue blood thing, sure. You I, can have that forever. Ask Nebraska football if three and nine is fun. I think it's possible that people are overrating Gonzaga so much that they're starting to be a little underrated. Mm. Interesting. All right. Well, second hour of the show uh, is presented by Delta Dental of Kentucky, DeltaDentalKY.com. A reminder, we will have all the Kentucky post game action for you on Friday. They're playing in the Gator Bowl. Strebel will do it as part of his show, but it will be the Kentucky Fish and Wildlife postgame show around 3.30. Tune in later that night. 9 o'clock, Strebel Entz will have you for a recap of Kentucky basketball hosting Illinois State. Who went to Illinois State? Uh, I have no idea. Antonio Reeves. How about That's that? That's right. Uh, of course, so the, the Antonio Reeves game. Make sure you get in on the 2024 Elk Draw on their website as well. On the other end, uh, we'll wrap up the show. A little Antonio Pierce talk. Uh, my Pistons stink. And uh, John Morant, he loves guns. We'll talk about it next here. ESPN 680, 105.7. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers.
Keep playing. Keep working. Keep going. And keep moving. With the exceptional orthopedic care at Baptist Health, with an experienced team and a full line of advanced services and procedures, it's no wonder most people choose Baptist to help them keep on keeping on. Visit baptisthealth.com slash ortho to find a Baptist Health provider. Listening to Rebeau and Co. here on ESPN 680 1057. Now, here's Louis Rebeau. All right, welcome back in. A reminder it's parade time in Pasadena. Tradition meets college football in one epic bowl game. And with DraftKings Sportsbook, you can make every play count. New customers, you can score 150 instantly in bonus bets just by betting $5 on college football. Tons of lines, tons of things available. You got U of L, you got USC today, you got Kentucky versus Clemson, and of course, the big game on Monday, Michigan. And Alabama, tons of options. There are money lines, parlays, live bets, so much more. Something for everyone, you name it, and they've got it. So download that DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code WHBE. New customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just 5 bucks on college football only on DraftKings Sportsbook with that code WHBE. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS. Physically present in Kentucky. Eligibility restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. All right. There you go. I did the read. James Black, stop yelling at me. <laughs> it's nice having uh, producers that actually remember that you have to do those things. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Texter, I think what separates UK is that they have been relevant in every decade. It's absolutely one of those things, and it's why they're very much at the top of those kinds of conversations. That's right. Them, recently Duke, North Carolina for sure. Um, th- those teams are, are relevant. All the Kansas, obviously. Um, but I mean, I, I think you know that that, that conversation it goes on, and, and you especially care when your program stinks. You, you care about the past in the way that you know we talk about talk about you know uh, Nebraska football and those kinds of things. I do think that you know some of those conversations matter more when your team was one thing and is no longer that thing. And so it's, uh, you know, I, I think about my teams differently too. I think everybody does. And, you know, when I talk about the Lions, there's very little urgency in my voice because <laughs> I've stunk my whole life. All right, so let's get into it, Zach. Close out the show here, Bobby V, in about 15 minutes. Devin Neal's coming back to Kansas. And I wanted to mention this short in a short way because we saw before the NFL season, Zach, that the the, the running backs were going to make some kind of push to get special treatment in the in the NFL. Do you remember this at the beginning of the season? They oh, yeah. all they got together and everyone kind of just pushed them aside. That's right. <laughs> Neal's going to stay in Kansas, and he had uh, rushed for twelve hundred yards, scored sixteen touchdowns. He's a true junior. He had contemplated going to the NFL. Back to back hundred, or excuse me, back to back thousand yard seasons, uh, six and a half yards a carry in twenty twenty three. He led all rushers in the Big Twelve. Caught the ball out of the backfield 24 times, a couple hundred yards. Are we at a point, Zach, and I would love to get your opinion on this just because it relates to the NFL, is a guy like that who's very likely to have a three- to four-year NFL kind of career, if they can get a half million bucks or something together for him in Lawrence, is he better off staying for another year at Kansas in the NIL era? I think he is. It's an interesting conundrum, right? I think if you're borderline, you are better off because you're getting guaranteed money to come back to college. That's exactly right. And I wonder if, if, you know, it's some, we saw this in basketball a little bit where guys could stay, they could get more money on the NIL side, um, you know, like a Drew Timmy or an Oscar Sheboy, guys that are very borderline, end of the bench at best scenario NBA guys. Perfect college stars. No question. Especially Drew Timmy. That's right. He was in college for 20 years. Bum ass. I hate that guy. Where is he now? Who cares? (laughs) I don't know why I don't like him. Traveled every time he had the ball. Anyways. I do wonder if we're going to see a little bit more of this, especially at the running back position. Because if you're a good receiver, you go. You're getting drafted in the first three rounds, you're going to make some money. You're gone. Yeah. 
He's running with the back, Wisconsin he, herd, by the way. I mean, this is this is the guy twelve hundred yards, best probably the best running back in the in in the Big Twelve, if not you know second best. He wouldn't go till the sixth or seventh round. That's right, right? And then and then what? He's guaranteed two three years. Yeah. And he's going to get his ass kicked? <laughs> it's part of the deal, right? And so I do wonder if you were going to start to see a little bit more of this moving forward. Speaking of trajectory, uh, of, of guys that are just better off staying, get the guaranteed money like you talked about and just see uh, where that goes. Am I crazy that people are overreacting to Antonio Pierce, but also he's doing a good job? Can both of those be true? Yes, both of those things I okay. think are true. Now, he's doing a good job, but they are a limited team, and I don't know with real – legitimate pieces of Antonio Pierce is the kind of guy that's going to build a game plan, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I don't know. I think the Raiders, I just don't know. The Raiders to have to think about this, though. Rich Bisaccia took him to the playoffs a couple years ago as an interim coach. They never really gave him a look, and they hired Josh McDaniels. Didn't go so well. Right. So maybe they learned right. their lesson. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. That might play in Antonio Pierce's favor this time. Fair enough. Uh, no Whether arguing that the guys aren't playing hard for him. They like him. Oh, there's no They're doubt. They're playing hard. But so often we see in sports, the interim guy comes in, there's a spark. It's like the substitute teacher. <laughs> maybe. I just... I don't know, man. I, I Long term, I'm not sure he's the answer at head coach, but I could be very wrong. They should that. consider it. I agree with you. I don't know how you vet that process, but I, I agree with you that they should try. All right, John Morant. we got five minutes. He's named NBA Player of the Week. Grizzlies have won four straight. It might be a little late for them to make the playoffs because they were 6-19 prior to his right. coming back. Yeah. He does the celebration with the gun. I'll let you answer here first, Zach. Are okay. you offended by the celebration? No. I don't get offended by a lot of things. So, And that's not one of them. Is it don't, stupid, though? Yeah, it's dumb. Okay. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Have some I'm not offended by it, but he has no self-awareness. No. I mean, just not. Yeah, no. Not at all. I think those are two very different they things. They are very different things. I agree. <laughs> Yeah, 28, 9, and 5.5 and since he's been back. I, I No one doubts that he could play. No, that's not it at all. I, I do really wonder, in his case, how long until he screws it up again? Would you Would you bet, if there were a bet on, on DraftKings with our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, Morant gets suspended again this year, yes or no, how would you bet that? This year, I'm going to say no. No this year? Okay. If you said next season, I'd probably say yes. Because, you know, the problem is they have an offseason. He's probably going to do something stupid in the offseason and get suspended. <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> All right. I'm going to show you a, 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 a post. It, it, no, I'm not. Never mind. It just really bothers me. This woman up first take looks like my wife way, like way too much. It really bothers me. I don't know why. Uh, she was on previously. I just I don't even know her name. It really bothers me. <laughs> if you're watching first take and know what this woman's name is, it's really bothering me. Please let me know. Um, yeah, the John Morant thing is so fascinating. It's amazing when guys are that talented, that impactful, and they're just obsessed with something stupid. <laughs> they just are. It, it's unbelievable how obsessed he is with being the cool gun guy. <laughs> Am I just not the target market? Do I just not get it? Usually, Zach, are you and I the guy? Do we just not get it and everyone else gets it? No. Everyone, everyone you're supposed knows. to try to leave that environment when you're a professional athlete. That's why you do it in many ways, to get out of that situation. And he wants to go back to it, and I don't get it. John Moran is the example, the outlier that, that drives home the point. It's, it's better in your life if your dad's around. Generally, yes. Generally speaking, his dad, not so good. <laughs> no. Not so good. That, uh, I think Isla used to use the word posse. <laughs> and that's it's not a bad way to describe unfortunately what so the John broncos has, yeah. are considering having russell wilson sit the last two games to preserve financial flexibility for the offseason because he's got 37 million in 2025 his 2025 salary that vests in march of 2024 that tells me they want to trade him do it again so it, it, he's got a performance bonus kind of thing? Yeah. Got it. Okay, so say yeah. that again. So they're strongly considering having him sit the last two games so they can preserve financial flexibility this offseason. So in 2025, his salary would be $37 million, but that starts in March of 2024. Mm. And if he suffered a serious injury, it would complicate matters. Translation, they want to trade him. <laughs> Sounds right. 
uh, text are given the gun violence in our society and especially uh, in our African-American communities. Uh, Morant being a role model, it's dangerous, ignorant and uh, lacks self-awareness. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I think that's I think that's right. It is it is hard to watch guys that you like and you know are really good at something and bring and bring joy with how good they are at it. To watch them make those mistakes over and over. It is hard. That's why it's a headline for sure. What do you think Bob leads with today? Ooh. I don't know. The Jets? The Mets? <laughs> well, Louisville didn't play. The New York Islanders? The Islanders. <laughs> what is Bob over with today? If it were up to Nick, I think they'd start with hockey talk. <laughs> does Nick still work here? Rumor is he does. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. It'll be good to see him again. <laughs> <laughs> Was that him? <laughs> oh, sure. Chase, sorry. No. All right. <laughs> yeah, what does Bob lead with today? That That's a fascinating... I don't know. Because nobody wants to talk about the Jets. So you were just in Ohio. Yeah. The Browns thing. Yes. Are people buying in? They are. They're buying in. Okay. Sure they are. All right. They should be. They're, I mean, the team is really good. The Browns fans are some of the most loyal fans in the NFL. It's unbelievable. I mean, I had Did you my... see the last time the Lions and the Browns won the division the same year was 90 years ago? Yeah, like 53 or something like that. Back when uh, Paul Brown and <laughs> Bobby Lane were there. Yeah. yeah. The good old days. I think that was before face masks were a thing. Yeah. Yeah. At, we live in a bizarro world. The Lions <laughs> and Browns are good and the Patriots are not. At all. That's like e- against everything I've ever known my entire life. <laughs> Uh, did you have any takeaways from the NFL weekend? It was awesome. And we could do a lot more talk in the NFL the next couple of days. Yeah. No, my, my big takeaway is the Dolphins, I think, are legit. They finally beat a good team. I have concerns about the Cowboys because they can't win on the road. Right. I think the Bills are going to end up winning the AFC East. Okay. And they're the most dangerous team in the league that isn't the Ravens as far as the AFC is concerned. The Browns, really good. Amari Cooper won a lot of fantasy league stuff uh, this offseason. Boy, things are not, not good in Kansas City. Mm. I mean, and... I'm not blaming Taylor Swift. I know a lot of people out there are, but his receivers can't catch a cold right. and they can't block for him. So other than that, they're doing great. Uh, bowl game today, Louisville and USC. Uh, Louisville, a six and a half point favorite. The over under about 58 and a half. So let's do the math on that. They essentially think Louisville's going to win the game. What? 30 to 20, 31, 25, something like that. 31, 24. Does that sound about right to Zach Cantrell? What is your it prediction does sound for the about game? right. I think Louisville will win the game. I okay. think Louisville wins 31, 21, 31, 24, something along those lines. Okay. So they cover then? Yeah. In your mind? I do think Louisville covers because okay. I don't know who's playing for USC, quarterback or any other position. I do know that Louisville, you know, the best cure for Louisville, that offense playing USC's defense. That's probably right. Um, I'll take Louisville to cover as well. Uh, that six and a half number, getting under a touchdown is pretty juicy. I think they just have more to play for. I think they no just question. do. They care uh, about, what did Gandolfo say earlier? The team that wants to be there versus the team that yep. maybe not want, doesn't want to be there? Yep. Take the team that wants to be there. I agree. Uh, be interesting with some of their pieces missing how they play, but not as many pieces obviously. As USC, we will have that postgame tonight for you. Uh, Mark Ennis will do the pregame. We'll have the kick for you over on 93.9 and he'll do the postgame with that Coors Light postgame. As well, I'm Louie Rabot, hanging out with Zach Cantrell. This is Rabot & Co. We'll be back at 10 o'clock tomorrow, and we hope you are too. Have a great day, everybody.